0: Dear Gratitude, and an anthology is out. With over 50 different perspectives and stories on gratitude, this book captures what most books don't. The secret sauce is in the number of voices and stories where you'll be sure to find a personal connection to so many as I did. A really excellent book, David Freeman. Found exclusively on Amazon.com. Hi, I'm Chris Palmer. Welcome to Gratitude Space Radio. And this is a special birthday gratitude episode. Uh, I have my friend Waleska Laszlo on the line. Welcome, welcome.
1: Thank you. It's good to see
0: you. Good to see you too. Well, happy. Uh, I, this will be out on your birthday. So I'm going to officially say happy birthday. I know today is not your birthday, but thank
1: you. <laughs> You're my first uh, gift and congratulations. So I appreciate that.
0: Oh, awesome. I'm happy to happy to be that. And I just wanted to thank you for, uh, coming out today. And, uh, you know, I like to start these by um, thinking of the pre gratitude of like how, you know, uh, how we met. So obviously, uh, we both share gratitude, you know, you're as a gratitude coach, we do a lot of similar things that inspire that moment. And I'm not sure I now I know it's Facebook that we connected us. But uh, somehow, because we share gratitude, we came into each other's realm. So I just want to give give some gratitude to social media and Facebook for allowing this moment to happen.
1: Yes, that's we would not have met otherwise.
0: Yeah, and I, I know uh, I've met so many amazing people just from sharing gratitude online. It's, a, it's amazing that uh, the day and age we live in or you could be up in Canada doing your own thing and I'm down here in Kentucky, but yes, yes we ended up crossing paths.
1: I think that's the beautiful thing that there's this massive movement of people that are really taking spirituality and you know following their path of enlightenment, you know whichever whatever that means for them, but you don't hear that on the mainstream, right? It's, it's beautiful that, you know, there's so many people out there engaging in gratitude.
0: Right. That's what, you know, I, I see people, obviously uh, social media can be good or bad, but on the good side, it allows people like ourselves just to share our passion, you know, it allows people to share their passions, you know, share the positivity yeah. and share their own perspective on life um, gives us places to put that where people can find it and we can connect with people. So it's a, uh, it's a wonderful day in age we live in. That's what I like to tell people all the time. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's a beautiful day here. That's for sure. I'm feeling the beauty.
1: Yes, I agree. It's always a great day to be alive. That's what I say.
0: Right. I I write that in my journal every morning. Just, I'm grateful to see the show. I I just, I say the show because I can see the sunrise and even when the sun doesn't rise, I still am grateful for the show. I just wanted, you know, another day to, to be alive, uh, I, so I completely connect with that. Life is a gift. The fact your heart's beating is a gift, your mind being active. Obviously, the feelings in your fingertips are just uh, this air, you know, feeling of air um, in sight. Right. There's so much. Right. I'm going down rabbit hole, but let's um, <laughs> well, let's go. Let's I, I would love for you to for people who don't know you, um, if you could just, you know, say a little about yourself and your passions and how and how you came across gratitude.
1: Sure. So I am originally from Nicaragua. And I've been living in Canada for almost 40 years now. And um, I go back and forth between my home in Florida and here, but because of COVID I'm stationed right now in, in Canada. How I came to the work of gratitude was when I reached a point in my life where I was extremely unhappy, I was sick, I was divorced. I My kids almost didn't speak to me. My, Pretty much my life was a a real mess and I had no purpose or passion. I had no clue what I was going to do with my life because prior to that, I had a business with my ex-husband. We did distance education, distance learning all over the world with American universities and we would market their degrees all over the world. So we had students from Kuala Lumpur taking a, a business course from the University of Boston. And when we sold that business, The one thing that had been my life for so long, my structure was gone, Mm -hmm. right? Forget about the, you know, the money and the freedom that came with it. The first week I was so excited. I would wake up and say, oh my God, I have nowhere to go, nothing to do. I can do whatever I want. But a week after that huge freedom, you know, sometimes they say, be careful what you ask for. Mm -hmm. (laughs) after you know not having anywhere to go I fear set in and I started to doubt my abilities I started to question my existence and I didn't know what I was going to do next with my life and I had no idea if I even had any gifts to offer the world Mm -hmm. and so as a woman you know, you, you question yourself and you say, is my life supposed to only be this, being a mom and a wife? And there's nothing wrong with that. But deep in my soul, I had this calling that I had to do more, to give more, but I had no clue how or what. So I, at the time, I didn't have the spiritual muscle that I have today. So I went the wrong path and I pretty much destroyed everything good that I had in my life. And I became very ill. And the illness came, for those of you watching, a lot of times when doctors don't know how to diagnose your illness is because it's coming purely from a, a, um, an emotional level. All those years of living my life in dissatisfaction and being completely ungrateful to my blessings eventually had my body manifest a painful chronic illness and for three years of being bounced from one specialist to another, from country to country and a bunch of different treatments with horrible side effects, I decided to stop everything because the side effects were killing me and decided that I had to try something completely different, right? The life that I was living, the way I was living it obviously wasn't working. So I decided to go on a spiritual journey. And that really saved my life, because when you go on a spiritual journey, you have to take responsibility for the life you have created. And I was a queen at being the victim. You know, uh-huh. it was always somebody else's fault. I wasn't happy because my husband couldn't make me happy. So it was his fault. So I left him. I, I wasn't fulfilled. That was his fault. Like always someone else's fault, but mine. And so the first thing that I discover. And going on on this spiritual path was that I had to take responsibility because my state of being, my frequency, my vibration had attracted the good, the bad, and the ugly that I had in my life. And that was a very tough pill for me to swallow. But you you can't achieve a better life unless you first can take responsibility, right? And that's how you begin to change. The second thing that I did is um, I began to search and study people that had healed themselves from whatever illness. I wanted to learn what they did, what they knew that I didn't know. And so that took me on a whole different path. And I learned about epigenetics, neuroplasticity, uh, heart brain coherence, transcendental meditation. And I began to apply to everything that I was learning and to go within. I even went to Peru, you know, to the jungle to do ayahuasca. I don't know if you know uh, what ayahuasca is, but I was so desperate trying different things to heal my life, not just my illness, but my life in general. And one day I had a like a, a defining moment. I was in my bathroom floor. So picture this, nighttime bathroom floor, lying on a fetal position, Crying my eyes out. I literally felt that my heart like dislocated from my body. It was a pain that just broke me completely. And in that moment, I heard a voice, you know, whether it's my higher self, source, God, whatever you want to call it. And I heard the voice say, Okay, what are you going to do now? Are you going to stay down or are you going to change? And in that moment, I began to give thanks. And giving thanks for me and having gratitude was a foreign, (laughs) um, you know, feeling. And something happened at that moment. I felt better. I felt more empowered. And I just began to give thanks for everything that I have. You know, the beginning was about the usual things, you know, your health, your kids, your home. And so every day I played a game said, can I go five minutes every day giving thanks for things that I didn't say the day before? Mm -hmm. And five minutes felt like an eternity for me. And a week into practicing this, it was like a faucet was open and the water just kept coming, right? And I couldn't stop it. My mind was going so quick. I never thought that I would have so much to be grateful for. And when I started to do that on a daily basis, three months into this new practice, it dawned on me that I had not complained once of the pain. Mm. Right. So I went back to the doctors and they did another biopsia and they said everything was fine. There was no redness, nothing. And the doctor said, Whatever you're doing, keep doing. And the only thing that was new in my life was this habit of waking up in the morning, and you know, because you've gone through the program is to wake up and priming your body first thing in the morning, you know, giving your body a shot of happiness so it can shut down the door to anger, to fear, to anxiety, to depression. And as I begin to release all the pain that I have stored in my organs and the cells of my body, the illness, I guess, all the symptoms begin to lift, right? Because every disease in our body is tied to an emotional component. I didn't know it fully then, but that's exactly what happened. When I began to be thankful, not just for the beautiful things in my life, but for the sad ones, I began to thank um, the universe for the illness itself. So instead of shaming and being angry that why me, why I was so hurt and, and I couldn't go out with my kids, I began to just say thank you. Thank you for the burning sensation. Thank you to the redness. Thank you for everything. Because I was thanking my body that it knew what to do. My body loved me, right? It's not that my body was failing me. It's actually that my body loved me and it was actually working because it was alerting me that I needed to pay attention to something that was causing this illness. So I then went to a process of forgiving. You know, forgiving all the people that had hurt me. Think what brought on the, the, the straw that broke the camel's back, as they say, was a betrayal that I went through with a man that nearly destroyed me. And when I learned to finally shift the energy that I was giving to that event, it's when things really turned around for me. And I began to see the betrayal with different lenses, the lenses of gratitude. I stopped focusing on what he had taken from me and turn it around and say, what did I gain? I stopped focusing on the pain that it caused me. And I focused on the lessons, on the gift, on everything that he had taught me and the purpose of that. And the beautiful thing that happens is that often our painful events are going to be the ones that are going to birth our life purpose remember I was so unhappy not knowing what I was going to do with my life, that betrayal, that one thing that I thought was going to kill me was the one that allowed me to rebirth myself. And because of that painful event, I was able to do what I do now, help other people that are going through a painful event that are stuck in their pain and they're stuck in their past to finally free themselves and turn all that pain into wisdom. So that has been the most rewarding thing in my life, right? To be able to look at pain and still be grateful for it, right? Because that's part of the human process. And I think that the minute you become grateful for everything in your life, the energy shifts. You're not longer storing things because you're letting them pass. Not one emotion should be shamed or denied. We're supposed to express everything and learning to look at life through the lenses of gratitude is the ultimate state of receivership in my books. And I know it is on yours because that's what gratitude does. It allows us to, it gives us, I should say, the grace and the compassion to be able to accept life for what it is rather than the life that I was living before, right? Where it was so stubborn and trying to conform and mold life to be the way i thought it should be and that was a huge cause for disappointment and and depression for me and just learn to look at life for what it is a gift every day that you wake up every day that you leave that pillow say thank you because you got everything you need right so so my biggest goal in life is to reach other people and to teach them that there is always a way out of our darkness. If you really want to transform and take responsibility, you can do it. If I did it, anybody else can do it. Right. But it takes practice and it takes discipline and it's about taking two, two steps forward and sometimes three back. Mm -hmm. But to have the uh, the discipline and the self-love to keep on the path and before you know it, when you're not, when you least expect it, the universe just opens up for you and shows you the path that you're supposed to be, you know, that's your ultimate destiny. And that's exactly what happened to me.
0: That's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. Um, there was so much stuff there. I was trying to stay with you. while I was wanting to like, <laughs> there was so many, you had so many great things in there. So I was with you the whole time. I was listening at the same time. I was like, I got to make sure I don't forget what she said, this, this, and this. And, uh, you know, I was, uh, I was thinking, you know, in my book, I mentioned how I'm so grateful that gratitude's a choice. You know, that it's something we get to choose. And, and speaking to what your initial thing, um, you know, we could, you know, I was either writing the other day. It's like every day we can choose either to be a victim or be our own hero. You know, mm-hmm. um, it's a choice. It's a choice to allow to be a victim to your circumstance. You know, and and uh, or, or you can just be okay with it. You know, life, like you were saying, life to me, I like to go like life is a spectrum of colors. It's not one color and nothing is permanent so at the same time you know even if you're in this color it's not always going to be that way and like you were saying too if you shut down one and try to shut down one emotion you're messing with the other emotion you can't just have these roadblocks to expect to travel your destination or get to where you're going you know um so i you know i, I love how you you brought up the whole you know it's 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 a choice and you have to make your own decision who you know if you want to be a victim to your circumstance or if you want to take action you know and i love that gratitude the same way it's like we you we have a choice to be grateful. It's nothing that nobody can make you grateful, you know, yeah. and that's good. Right. Cause it's like somebody throwing you in a prison and going, you gotta be grateful. You know, <laughs> you've got to appreciate this, you know, and that doesn't work. Um, and then I, I loved, uh, um, you know, as far as speaking to like uh, illnesses, it reminded me. I, I interviewed a, a great guy named Teddy at uh, Doretsky. He has a company called Grateful Peoples. They have a gratitude journal where they've actually implemented it into. Um, it's actually being used in different schools, like young kids practicing oh, mindfulness and gratitude. You, I'm sure you would love him, but he's he's awesome. What his nonprofit does is really amazing. Um, but what what he shared with me, which was so powerful, so his his mom had he grew up with mom had MS. And he he said he spe- this is specifically what he said he said he said I realized that I could either hate my mom's disease or love my mother for who she was and he said he said I like I just learned to say I love you MS I love my mom I love you know he didn't and it speaks directly to what you were saying about the negativity of looking at something and being angry about it right or allowing mm-hmm. it to have this feeling this power over you because you've labeled it bad when it's just, it is, it just is. It just is right. Um, but he said, I'll tell you, he said, he said, I love my mom. I love who she was. Um, he said, you know, my mom taught me so much. You know, he said, I, he's like, when I can just tie my shoes, I think of her, I think of how grateful I am. I can just tie my shoes. Right. And and I could feel it. Right. And I say it right now, I can feel it because that's a, you know, it's like, I've never even thought about how great it is that I can do that. And he said, he said, uh, he said, what well, you know, just the fact that I can bathe myself, you know, like what a gift is it that I can bathe myself? You know, mm-hmm. um, it's just, like it just
1: scratch when you're itchy. Oh, you right, yeah. Yeah, you're I know. Eating. How do you scratch?
0: Oh, yeah, I know. There's there's oh, there's there's so much. But it was just such a beautiful way of him just pointing. I never I'd heard somebody to say, I love you, MS, like taking this idea of taking the negativity out of something that is. It, you know what it is—a disease. You know, and, and just taking its power away, and then it allows the mind to go. Well, I appreciate this because of this, right? Because we've mm-hmm. taken the power away. Now I can go. Okay, what has it taught me? What is it allowed to come into my life? You know, what are the moments, right? You know, my mm-hmm. you know my journey in gratitude started um is over seven years ago. Uh, on you know over seven years ago, when I wrote a letter to my mom on my birthday, I wrote a letter to her of gratitude. You know, That's and. Cool. Um, and, you know, I put it on Facebook, so it surprised her. But um, I didn't know at the time that, you know, her cancer was going to come back. And then she passed away four months later. So my mm-hmm. gratitude journey starts with a beautiful moment. But the reason that we're talking right now is because of that letter. It's because of everything that happened after it, it's because mm-hmm. when she died, the letter didn't die, the, the memory didn't die, the love didn't die, the connection didn't die. What it did is what that, you know, I tell people like a gratitude letter is not magic, but what it can do is completely magical. You know mm-hmm. what it can allow to do is it, it can create a moment where nothing else would In great moments that would you could not think it would exist right. You think about me talking about Teddy or talking about your your illness right. It's the same thing right. You just never would have thought oh well if I just start embracing what I'm grateful for my body's going to feel better my mind's going to feel better and my, I'm going to be better. Like you just, you know, you wouldn't think that initially, but then you had that experience. So it's, uh, you know, I, I think I like to talk about gratitude stacking, you know? So like my experience, it's like, I wrote a letter that was one stack. My mom read it it as another. When you put that stuff public, like my dad read it, my sister read it, her friends read it, you you know, and even right. So technically, even though you haven't read the letter right now, that letter is stacking. Mm-hmm. And when you share your story, it's the same thing on the flip, right? You shared your story; your, your gratitude is stacking because you shared your gratitude story with me. It's the same thing, and that you—I know you get more than anybody—how that ripple effect goes out, and just how amazing and what, what the potential of spaces of gratitude that are created from sharing our stories.
1: Yes, ripple it goes; it reaches humanity.
0: It does. Yeah. That's It's that one-to-one and just uh, the conversation like here, us connecting. And then uh, we put that in a space and let people find it. And we've already had the goodness. And then we'll just let it, you know, let the universe do what it needs to do and just yeah. appreciate the uh, being, right?
1: Yes. And I think it's just that a lot of people, when they think of gratitude or happiness, you know, happiness is self-subjective. It means so many right. things to different people. But I think that People have the wrong vision. They think that life happens in those big moments and really happiness happens in those tiny little actions. Like you say, you know, just waking up and seeing that, you know, when I go outside and I see my tree starting to bloom, that's a moment for happiness, right? When you look at your kid and like, you know, they're smiling for no reason, that's a moment for happiness. Mm -hmm. When I go brush my hair and like, i have so much hair right what would happen if the hundred or so hairs that fall every day they didn't you know regrow right. that's something to be grateful for right so i think life and happiness happens in those little moments
0: i i completely agree then you know yesterday I'm taking a walk with my wife it's the it's i've been pra- my practice here in the last 6 months has been focusing on how do i appreciate the everyday you know, mm-hmm. like that. I think and I think that I want to ground myself and just appreciating the things I take for granted, which are my every day. Right. The in the case in point, I like to share with everybody is like my wife. I got married this last November and I was dating my wife for uh, almost five years and she's from Colombia, Bogota, Bogota Colombia. Oh, Spanish. So we, yeah, exactly. So she, <laughs> uh, you know, so, you know, she's here now. And it's like I, I don't want to forget that for like four years worth of nights, I was saying goodbye to her and looking at a video. Right. I don't want to forget that. Specifically, right? She's here now. And it's easy to forget that because she's here. Every mm-hmm. day she's here, you know. Like I don't have to get on a plane to see her. We're not like, mm-hmm. you know, like there isn't a big to do. It's like she's there. And I don't want to forget that, you know. And it's the same thing with reminding yourself, you know, um, like you said, just waking up and seeing the sunrise. Like, I don't want to forget that that's a gift. Like it's we're all going back to that waking up, right? I don't want to forget that you know, this isn't the home I always lived in. I love this home. I loved where I am, but I'm really grateful to be here, you know, or just the things as simplistic as, you know, water coming into the house. Right. Like I was always born, I talked to, people, it's like, I bet we, I was like, I talked to most people. I'm like, you know, you don't know what it's like not to have food in the refrigerator. I don't either. So it's easy to take for granted because we've been given this at birth, like our parents and everything. It's like, we've been like, technically if mm-hmm. you look at this, like we've been gifted like Kings and like, we're not to remember it it takes action, right? It takes, it takes, you have to, you have to be intentional to appreciate yes, exactly. the everyday. And that's what we're talking mm-hmm. about. It's like the intention to wake up, like you said, refreshing, mm-hmm. wake up and go, what Absolutely. am I grateful for today? And it could be something new every day, or it could just be remembering what is good in your life, period. But I love what you're saying about those moments. The memory, gratitude lives in the moment. So it's like when you Specifically, mm-hmm. like you said, your, your child smiling, that is a moment of gratitude. Yes. Me taking a walk with my wife, that's a moment of gratitude. You know, these
1: are all... Exactly. And it's the all... more you practice, the, the easier it becomes, right? To, oh, to yeah. To be grateful for. Because your eye, that's what our brain does. It will always look for situations, opportunities, people, and it'll give you the tools to match whatever you're constantly thinking. Right? So if you're constantly thinking in the good and the positive you're going to see more of it. And that's the beautiful thing about gratitude, right? The side effect is that you become a happier a more positive person.
0: Right. And again, it's a beautiful thing just to let people know, like they get to decide what they're going to focus on daily. And you can wake up in the morning and say, today's going to be an awful day. And you are completely right. Or you could wake up and you could say, today's Mm -hmm. going to be an amazing day. And you know what? You're right because you you will look for it. And Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, you will find it because you've already set up the motion to look for it.
1: It's intention, you know, before you get up already, make a decision how that day is going to go. It's in your power. And yes, one thing I want to make clear, because whenever people hear me talk about gratitude, the first thing they ask is, yeah, right. Like you can't be grateful every day of the moment. It's true, right? We don't have to like everything that happens in life. We don't have to like everything that happens to us. But even in those moments of loss and grief, we can still find something to be grateful for. And I think that's where people go wrong. They think that gratitude means just everything's going to be great. Well, that's easy. It's it's easy to be grateful when things are going your way. But that's not what the work is, right? The work is to find gratitude in those moments where there is nothing in your mind to be grateful for
0: yeah my my friend rajesh he has a a great he has a book but he a great own gratitude he has this really great image where it's like he's he said if you could just look at things happen to you in in the frame of two lenses either it's a gift or it's a teaching moment um so that's you know right now you the gift what you're talking about is like the simple gratitude which is gifts are coming to us but the the teaching moments the things you have to look for that's where Mm -hmm. that's you know that's that's what people get hung up. They don't realize, obviously, practicing gratitude doesn't mean that, again, like your life's gonna be sunshines and flowers every day, mm-hmm. but it's, the, it's, a, it's a tool to allow you to appreciate your life. Um, when, when things happen, you can find the appreciation within, you know, yes. there, there always is something, there always is and it's something. it's
1: also the, a tool that, it helps build your faith muscle. You know, and it doesn't mean that you're not going to get angry or that you're not going to be, be upset. That's not what spirituality is about, right? It's about us going through the problem. It may be, you know, getting sad and and depressed, but the the time that you spend in that moment where you're down significantly in, uh, decreases right? because your bounce back mu- your bounce back muscle becomes a lot stronger with the practice of gratitude.
0: Exactly. Yeah, it's 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 a tool, like you said, and it allows you to uh, whatever the time it it counters that time frame more and more as you practice it. Right. Your your mind just immediately. Yeah. Um, It's a superpower.
1: It is. It is. is. You know, I tell my students, you're allowed to feel sad. You're allowed to feel all your emotions, but time them. Five minutes, put on your clock and go all out, go cry, go scream, do whatever you need to do, get it out of your system. And when those five minutes are up, you go and focus on something that you can be grateful for.
0: And exactly.
1: then it changes your whole energy, right? Because you can be depressed and grateful at the same time. Right. Science. <laughs> <laughs> Only emotion can prevail at any given moment, right? So, And if you're constantly feeding your, your mind and your body with grateful feelings, going to continue to loop right your body's going to feel the emotion it's going to tell your brain to create more thoughts to match that emotion and that's just a beautiful thing but it also works the other way if you're negative you're going to spiral down with more negativity
0: right yeah my i was talking with my friend lee the other day about depression and uh he was talking about how he compounded it with gratitude and it just, it, again, it's just when you're in a depressive state, your mind is in this loop of every day is the same and nothing's ever going to change, you know, yes. but as soon as you start to, um, add in things you're grateful for, you're not in those moments, you're not thinking those other thoughts you're clearing mm-hmm. out, you know, it, it may be the one day it's only 1%, but, uh, you know, I was speaking to him. There's a great book called atomic habits. And like the, the author says, you know, um, every day, every action we take is a vote. You know every everything's a vote and some days you know 90 percent of the, like for a depressive person maybe the votes are 100 percent every day but you can add a vote here and there every day t- you know so the more votes towards gratitude the more things you think of is the less votes towards depression <laughs> less yeah. votes for happiness because you're spending this time and eventually you're going to build up enough where there's going to be a tipping point where it's not I'm depressed anymore but that it you know one one will overdo the other um exactly. because it's the daily but People you understand it's not an overnight thing. It's a practice, like you said, it's something where everything gets a vote. So if today five minutes in the morning is gratitude, that's my voting voting towards gratitude. I'm spending five minutes a day, which is awesome.
1: <laughs> Absolutely, and like I tell, you know, depression, it's the number two killer in the world. And we have become such a medicated society. Right? Because we don't like to do the work. It's just quicker, you know, to go on, to, on the antidepressant, not realizing that the only reason those antidepressants are working is because your body naturally produces that same type of chemical. Mm-hmm. Right? So gratitude is one of those chemicals. It allows your body to release all those hormones that you need to decrease your depression. But people need to do it. Like anything good in life you need to do it right and not just once in a while it needs to become a practice a habit yeah
0: i'm with you i uh i'm a huge advocate of obviously i I like to do my stuff in the morning but i tell people it's like you just gotta make a decision some point that you know this is the time i'm gonna do this and just you know get into the in a routine just like going to the gym right or taking a walk or even bathing right like you think about flossing your teeth or whatever right like we do these things daily where can we fit it in at (laughs) like Mm -hmm. what what's the easiest um (laughs) so you know what um I was curious you know being this is a birthday graduate we'll pivot a little bit more here towards that so in the last um I I really enjoyed this conversation I wasn't trying to cut it short I was just thinking of your time um you know in the last year what are what are some thoughts you know um with some maybe some wisdom or anything that's come up that you'd like to share
1: well, program. I think you know, one of the biggest things, and I turned 50 on May the 8th, which is a huge milestone. I don't feel 50. I hope that I don't look 50, no, you don't. but I am also so grateful to be celebrating 50. I have never taken my years off. Like some people, especially women, they start to take their years off. I don't believe in that because to me, that's something to be grateful for because so many people didn't get to be 50. So I'm grateful. I, you know, I every day I welcome um, to age with grace. You know, Um, I don't believe that age has anything to do with longevity and health because our bodies regenerate completely. So there's no reason why we should age at the speed that a lot of people think. It's not a linear thing. If you if you train your mind to do that, but one of the things that I am that has been a, a huge aha moment for me is that during the pandemic, it made me realize how little we actually need to be happy. Because, you know, I've traveled the world and I love beautiful homes and nice things. But during the pandemic, especially while I was um, quarant, like I was in quarantine for 15 days, I think there were like three rooms in my house that, that I used. And so those are the only three rooms that actually matter in my house. (laughs) So it also made me realize that your health is number one over money, over anything. If you don't have health, you're not going to be around. If you don't have health, you're not going to be there to see your children grow. And family, you know, so those are the things that have really been the main focus for me in this whole year just focusing on what truly, truly matters. And the rest is just gravy. Right. so putting life in perspective that, yeah, I can't travel, but you know what? I have, I'm, I'm home, I'm safe. I live in a country where there is no war, you know, compared to where I came from. Um, yeah, this pandemic, it has been horrible for some people more than others. There's a lot of people that have lost loved ones due to the virus. But if there is any virus to go through at any point in life in history, this is the time, right? Extremely grateful that compared to other pandemics, it has happened at this moment where we are so technologically advanced, where science has advanced so much and our scientists can react quickly. Um, A virus that has a survival rate of 98 point whatever compared to others, right? So it's always putting life in perspective. So for my birthday, that has been the biggest gift to know that we are always going through what we're supposed to go through. We're always on for timing.
0: I, I love, uh, I thank you for sharing. That. I love the, getting back to perspective. I, that's, I think it's that's such a huge part of gratitude. And just, again, like you said, even back to reframing, like, this last year and thinking about things like, you know, we are sitting, like you said, this perspective, if this is going to happen right now is a great time for it to happen. You know, we've got all this going on. I've, I've got a just speaking that I've got a a second book coming out at the end of the month called dear 2020 letters to a year that changed Mm -hmm. everything, which is straight up about perspective. So when you speak of that, I'm like, you know, um, because again, like, you know, I know you get this more than most people. It's like at the end of the day, we get to decide what it all means. We can decide, okay, today was just awful, or we can look for the lessons, or we can look for those little moments that made us smile, but any given day, any given year, all that, all those colors of spectrum are there, right? So the question is, what do we want to remember? What do we want to learn from? What do we want, to, and that's what, that, that's what the book's about, it's about perspective, because people, you know, it's good. You know, we speak about where we've come from, but then we know where other people come from. And then, but it comes down to it. People still appreciate life. They're still appreciating these moments, even in the bad times. Like you said, like they find gratitude yeah. where you would never, where you just, where other, where you wouldn't expect it.
1: I think <laughs> it's know. our mind. Our, you know, our mind creates our own prison. Right. Mm-hmm. So you can choose to be in a prison or you can choose to to feel free. And there's a beautiful story. I don't know where I read it, but it's about perspective. And there's two prisoners and it's a night, it's a nighttime. And one looks through the bars and sees the stars. The other prisoner sees the bars.
0: Right. I feel like I saw a picture of
1: that. Actually. I think they did. I've seen a cartoon. of that too. I can't remember where I read it, but um, yes, that's what life is. You want to see the stars or you want to see the bars, your choice.
0: Right. I was, I was talking with a, great author Daniel the other day, and he said, uh, he said, you know, the amazing thing about gratitude is like, you know, it doesn't change your reality. It just changed how it, it changes what is, is in front of you. You're, you're yeah, changing the way you yeah, like nothing. You, yeah. As soon as you switch it, it's like, it isn't like anything is physically changed, but now you can see, like, you know, you see it differently. You see the lights differently. Like you said, you see the yard or the sky, you're not looking at the bars and that's what a gratitude allows you to do. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. it's powerful. Yeah. I love that imagery. It's like, the world didn't change. I just changed.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. We changed. I look at things differently. And, um, and health, you know, is, is such a powerful thing to be mindful of the millions of things that happen in our bodies without us even knowing to keep us alive. Be grateful for that, you know, like that your heart beats whether you're thankful or not. It continues to beat life into you. So, yeah, I think um, if there's one habit that people can cultivate to be successful, to be happy, to be more joyful, gratitude is the one. It's the mother of all other habits, right?
0: Mm hmm. It's beautiful. And let me, uh, so in the last week or so, is it what, could you tell me any any of these moments we were talking about that brought you joy? Anything, uh, anything comes to mind?
1: Oh my gosh. I love being able to talk to my daughter. She's 13 years old and mm. 13 going on a hundred and something. And lately I've been working with her to create videos for YouTube and she suffers from um, depression.
0: Mm.
1: and So now she's having a purpose. She's using her pain and her hurt to now teach other teens how to get out of depression. So that has been an amazing thing that I have been doing in the past week with her, you know, teaching her how to create videos and how to talk and help others. Because the minute you help others, the minute you let go of the focus of your own problems and you focus on helping someone else, you forget all about them, right? So hopefully, uh, you know, I have um, an incentive for her to do this because... I want her to learn to use her pain for good, right? right that, rather than just staying stuck and depressed. Um, my best moments is waking up in the morning and hearing the symphony of birds. Hmm. Uh, even if I want to sleep in, I can't because I have my cat meowing at my door at 5 uh-huh. a.m. and it's like he knows time. That's something to be grateful for. <laughs> And at night, I really look forward to snuggling with my kids in bed and watching The X-Files. We are re-watching the entire series. Oh, wow. Yeah. And when my kids are not with me because I share them with my ex-husband, but when I know that they're going to be with me, that's what I have in my head at every Hmm. moment of the day, just waiting for that time to shut down my office and just jumping on the bed and snuggling with them. That is, for me the ultimate happiness Mm.
0: i love that
1: about their day you know it's just their little beans and it's just (laughs) very insightful what they say
0: so yeah yeah that's that's beautiful I, i you know speaking to the thing you're saying with your daughter which i i really really love i'm glad you shared that i you know this this last uh as three or four months I've been talking about, you know, all I want to do is be a catalyst for gratitude. That's what I want to be. I want to be a catalyst for gratitude. And and there's so many ways to be a catalyst for gratitude. And a very simplistic way is service, or being kind, you know, just being kind of kindness, or being of service, right? So, and I love that too, because like you're saying, it's like when you start to assist people or look at other people and help people with what they're going on, you at that moment stop thinking about your own problems. It takes you away from whatever is sucking you in, and allows you to be mm-hmm. present with somebody else, which is incredibly healthy on so many yeah. levels for everybody. So it's maybe
1: she can be a guest on your show next time.
0: Uh, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Something. I mean, I, it's, uh, I, yeah, I, I, um, I'd definitely be, I'd love to see what you guys are putting together. I don't know if she's put the, yeah, she I'll put I'll put see that, that out. I definitely,
1: so talking, yeah, you'll see it. But um, yeah, I,
0: I think that's, um, yeah, I think I, I that's, think that's very- number
1: one. If if everyone, if anyone were to ask, what is the one thing that I can do to heal, focus on someone else, go help someone else, be of service. I think that's one of the main reasons why we are here in this world to be of service, to give, to find our passions, and to give it away.
0: Oh, for sure. And then it, it, we just we just create, like I said, this creates more space for gratitude uh, for the individual and for the you know the giver and the receiver and. Um, yeah. It's, you know, I, I remember speaking to this, it's like, I, I had a friend I was doing one of these podcasts with, and she was talking about how she helps, you know, homeless people or people that are under, uh, you know, in these different classes, find homes. And she, you know, she said, she said, you just never, you know, until you sit down with somebody, you just never realize when you're talking about a home, it's like what that really means, like what so it just it flipped you just don't know the stability you didn't if you've always had a home you don't know what that means not to have a home like just having four walls with a door that locks the stability of that right like but because you know she's helping these people out it allows her to appreciate and help them out at the same time realize appreciate what she has and that's what helping other people it's the same thing we get this mirror reflection allowed to be there for somebody help them at the same time appreciate our
1: lives mm-hmm. so, and to know that uh, a lot of times for some reason, life chooses to put us through a certain, you know, situation or painful event. And the purpose of it may not be for you, but it may be for somebody else. Maybe you have to go through this so that you would know what it's like to help someone else, uh, uh, you know, reach their destiny. And so to me, that's, That's the ultimate thing, to go and help other people. Use your pain to help others. And just ask yourself, is what I'm going through going to be a gift or is it going to be a burden? Mm -hmm. And that's what I want my daughter to, to do, to use it as a gift, to look at her depression as a gift, because she can help so many other girls or boys that, you know, at this age, especially In lockdown, in Canada, we have a complete lockdown, so they can't go to school, they can't see their friends, right? So, you know, suicide rates are really high, and depression among teens is really escalating. But if now another teen can hear Emma talk about, you know, things to be grateful for, even in the moments when you feel depressed, hopefully that person's going to now start to think the same and say, okay, what can I, what are the little things around me that I can be grateful for?
0: That's beautiful. I, uh, I I love that so much. I, I we we're speaking back to us, like taking you know, labeling things as bad, and instead looking how can we be the good? Like you said, you know, your your, your daughter's depression. She could look at it as bad, or like you said, you could put yeah. the light on and say, "I'm going to talk about this. I'm going to share about this and find ways that help me." Our shame. You're right. There's so much
1: that goes associated with a young girl at 13 to talk about depression. It's like. Most kids don't want to, right? And that's why so many gone diagnosed and uh, unhelped, right? Because of the stigma associated with it. So, yeah, it's being, I was so proud of her. Um, and this is what gratitude does it makes you just love yourself whole. Never right. feel ashamed for anything in your life because that depression is part of her, her power, of her light. Maybe without that depression, she would not find her her life purpose. So embrace everything. Be grateful for everything. Every year of of age that you get, you know, be grateful because it's one more year that other people don't get So I am grateful for my 50 years (laughs) on this planet, and I'm on a 200-year plan, so I have another 150 to go.
0: Awesome. Well, I think that's a, that's a great. <laughs> I think that's a great place to wrap this up. Um, I, I do. I am going to put the links that you sent me in your bio in the show notes when this does go out. But would you like the same time to voice where people can reach out and find you?
1: Absolutely. Yes.
0: No, I didn't know if you wanted to say those. I'm going to put them in the show notes. But I didn't know if you wanted oh, to tell yes. people. Yes. So,
1: you know, you can reach me on my email. It's waleska, W A L E U S K A at f m t g dot us fmtg is my program that stands for five minutes to gratefulness and you can go on my website com, and you know you can find me there and see my books and my courses and um and hopefully connect
0: that's wonderful well uh happy birthday and this has been wonderful i'm Thank so you glad we got to connect today and i appreciate you sharing your story I was very i really enjoyed it there's so much good stuff there i'm really glad that we could have this connection and then uh that now this is something uh, we're going to put the artwork on the wall and the gratitude artwork on the wall and we'll let it do what it does. But I, I really appreciate this time together and uh, happy birthday.
1: Thank you so much. I really, really enjoyed this. Thank you.
0: You're welcome. Well, I'm Chris with Wileska. And this reminds you guys you've got a lot to be grateful for and uh, gratitude is a choice. And uh, we want you to have a wonderful day.